New Light Radio Drama presents Invincible Ones in six parts. Written by Samantha Cooper, with direction by Caitlin Page Longoria, and sound design and score by William Phelps. Please be advised that Invincible Ones contains content on depression and suicide. If you or someone you know is struggling with depression or has suicidal thoughts, please call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Episode 3 None of us ever met that girl upstairs. It's a shame, really. She was always only one One flight up. But the system isn't set up for that. You pick up your mail, you drag your ass up six flights of stairs, and you breathe a sigh of relief when you successfully find refuge from the swirling mass that is the streets of New York City. That girl upstairs was never with anyone. She lived alone. And she loved it for the longest time, because it was quiet. Then, one day, we moved in downstairs. Those girls are loud, she'd say to herself. They laughed too much. They never stopped talking. We didn't. We were always making noise, but she never said anything. We were always one flight down, but you never meet anyone in this city. One day, she started to believe her life was empty, and suddenly all our noise started to mean the world to her. She'd go to her job. She'd go meet those people she was always seeing. She'd pass her perfectly well-meaning neighbors in the hallway, then settle in to listen to the goings-on of those girls. And here we were, simply living our lives, trying to pay our rent, and only being successful a small percentage of the time. Here we were, cycling through jobs and lovers and favorite coffee shops. Here we were, missing our homes and years in the recent past when anything was possible. We gave up our dreams so quickly, because we had to, because a certain logic seeps in when you have to grow up. Here we were, just fucking trying to make it to tomorrow. Here we were thinking, who is this quiet person who lives upstairs? The one who sort of smiles in the hall and always seems to be alone. No. No. We weren't thinking that. You never meet anyone in this fucking city. This is a surprise. This is a happy surprise? Mm, not exactly. Is Preston here? I sent him to the store with Natasha. He's our bitch for the afternoon. It's kind of cute, actually. <laughs> Good. I have a gift for you. Mm, great. Oh, an actual gift. Cheese. This box is for you. You know, this is nice and all, but I already have my own gear. It's Madison's. Tori volunteered to clean out her locker after the celebration, and everyone agreed that you should have her stuff. You want to go out or something? Grab a beer? You could frame her jersey and hang it up somewhere. We have nothing here. No food, no drinks, nothing. Nothing else seemed fitting enough. We didn't want her to get lost. We? Me. Giving you the stuff is my idea. It's been like a week. I thought seeing her stuff might help you decide whether or not you want to give her eulogy. Toss it. I don't want that shit in my house. She was your best friend. I'm still washing parts of her soul out of my whites. Let's swing by the dumpster on our way out. Baby, just look through it. See if there's anything you want. I don't need to look through it. Fucking get rid of it. It doesn't feel right to get rid of it. Okay, I gift it to you then. 
It's yours. This doesn't help your decision at all. You can't avoid this forever. She was your you size. Know? What? She was your size. She you was your it. size. What's the point of letting all that go to waste? I'm right? not going to use Madison's. Why gear. the fuck not? She bought good shit. New skates, barely used. Zoe, all yours. Take the box. Thanks, but no fucking thanks. I don't need a fucking tangible. You think that shit should stick around? Then you take it. It'll kill me to have it. Join the club. I know this is hard, Zoe. I'm just trying to. I don't know, help you? Paige, I appreciate it. You. I appreciate everything you're trying to do. Everything feels wrong right now. I'll get there, okay? And can't stop me from trying to help. And that's one of the things I love about you. So, beer? Uh, I need to sit for a minute. <laughs> Okay, I'll pick something up and bring it back. Not to worry. Gatherer mode activated. Paige? Please. Get rid of the box by the time I get back. None of us remember how we became friends with Madison. One day our lives were empty, and the next, there was Madison. I hope that jersey isn't dirty. It's Madison's. Madison had this life motto. You don't have to meet people. You just have to know them. Well, what a load of shit. Some of the girls wanted Zoe to have her gear, but she wants to get rid of it. I don't know why I expected anything different. It was somehow true for all of us. You're optimistic. Good for you. Mm, fuck you. <laughs> Whitney and I have the story we tell about the first time we saw her. We were new roommates, and neither of us was sure if this whole thing was gonna work out. Whitney is a little... very anal. Why don't you take this stuff? Oh, no. No, I can't have this around. You could keep it safe. She'll want it eventually. Really? I... It would not be good for me to have it. Why not? It didn't seem like you and Madison were that close. Yeah. Well, we were once. And possibly so. And I was careless and new to the city and scared to leave the apartment. Winnie suggested a bonding activity or whatever, and somehow we picked roller derby. Paige, is Zoe coming back? I hate to leave she you, but- She ran out for beer. Of course. Tell you what, I'll take the box downstairs to our storage unit. The girls don't know it exists, so they'll never look there. You guys have a storage unit? Yeah, I've been stockpiling shit down there for years. Planning ahead for my own space. I'll tell them about it when I leave. Which is? I'm going to look at a place now, actually. Are you sure you want to do that? It's been a long time coming. Madison's, well, this whole thing sort of expedited the process. We trekked our asses out to Coney Island one summer afternoon, planning to stay just as long as we could stand each other. And well, there was an excess of cheap beer, some surprisingly good conversation, and this thing before us. Give me the box. In the break between bouts, this electric lull, new team skated onto the track, and that's when I saw her. Them, actually, both of them. Hey. Yeah. I know Zoe is hard right now, selfish and like so- Immovable? Yes, good word. <laughs> but she's in there somewhere. And look, maybe we didn't know Madison as well, but she's not the only one who lost someone. Natasha and I are here if you want. We miss her too. 
you never think you're going to lose someone so indestructible. Makes you see that life is a fucking bitch. <laughs> anyway, we are here to talk, so if you want. Thanks. I didn't know it then, but one of them, Paige, would eventually become the person I love more than anything in the world. Wait, yeah? I can't let her jersey go. Okay, sure. Thank you. See you later, Wit. The other, yes, Madison, would become my best friend by the end of the night, and not inconsequentially, all of our best friends. Madison was fierce, unafraid, and when she put those stars on her helmet, her teammates smiled and the other team cringed. When the bout was over, we both sat, stunned, waiting to regain our fucking minds. Eventually, Zoe turned to me and said, I think I've found my religion. I want to do it. Then just fucking do it, bitch, Madison said. I said, uh, hi, as she skated over. And she said, look, we don't need to meet or whatever. You don't need to meet someone. You just have to know them. I thought I would vomit my heart out of my mouth. Madison invited us to the after party and later lent me some pads and skates and I started classes the next week. And the rest, as they say, is legend. Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. Hi, Zoe. It's Madison's mom, again. You cleaned out your voicemail box. That's a good sign. That's a good sign, right? You're getting my messages? Whitney's relaying them to you? There's so much to do. I feel like my mind hasn't stopped spinning since... And you're the last piece. We're running out of time, Zoe. The minister wanted to set the program yesterday, but... He's graciously being patient with me. <laughs> Tuesday at 6 p.m. It doesn't have to be a long speech. A few words. Nice words, preferably. But I'll take any words. I hope you are getting rest. Eat something healthy for me, okay? Well, I'll try Whitney again. Talk soon. Damn it. Bro's tuckered out. Natasha, what the fuck? Natasha? Mm, you want some? Natasha. I don't really know what I'm eating, but Natasha, good. where are your clothes? Mm, oh. Why are you oh, and oh. Preston in your underwear? Oh, really good. Maybe go get some pants, please? Mm, this is good. A shirt. I would settle Damn, for Damn, this shit is good. Natasha? Focus. Shh. I fucked your brother. What? You want some? What did you say? You want some. No, before that. Um. Oh, yeah. I fucked your brother. <laughs> yeah. Just happened like 10 minutes ago. Uh, it's a good thing you didn't come home any sooner. You know what I'm saying? I'll kill him. Mm, no, not worth it, Zoe. Right. You're right. 
I'll kill you, you motherfucking bitch! Oh, God, I can't believe no. this is beyond any. Stop it. I mean, I asked huh? you to watch him for like a part of the day. I knew you were like super well, fucked, but this is like I don't even know what Where's to do. Where's my food? Zoe, 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 this is the Zoe. last thing I need right now. Zoe, Zoe, what? It was a joke. A joke. Ha 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 ha. A joke? You thought uh, that I? I'm so no. Of course not. Yeah. No, I wouldn't sleep with your brother. Gross. Hey, he's not so bad. Give him a chance. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, what did I just say? Whatever. I wouldn't <sighs> sleep with your brother because, you know, the code. The code. The, uh, the bro code. I mean, whatever the lady one is called. I wouldn't sleep with your brother because it's against the code. Why are you in your underwear? Oh, shit. Never finished our game of strip poker. Man, I was gonna win too. <laughs> you look like you were gonna lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Totally. How stoned are you? <laughs> Somewhere in between very and the most. <laughs> oh, your bro's got some good weed. <laughs> Will you go put a fucking shirt on? Oh, jeez, okay. Did you see where my food went? God, uh, can't a dude catch some nappage around here? Preston. Oh, hey sis. We're finishing our game, dude. I'm gonna win all your cash. Is that? <laughs> you th I don't have any cash. I just wanted to see your tits. <sighs> see? Told you. <laughs> Gross. I mean, it almost worked. Ugh. Yo, y'all see where my food went? I gotta find my food. Hell yeah, it almost worked. High five. Scoot over, asswipe. That's not very nice. You're my brother. I don't have to be nice. Touche. Wanna smoke? I think you've had enough for today. What happened to you, man? You used to be fun. I'm still fun. So smoke with me. No. Fine. I'm gonna smoke. How long are you gonna be here? Uh, you sure you don't want some? How long? I think I'm gonna move to New York. Eh? Eh? New York will eat you alive. Uh, I'm a grown-ass man. I can handle it. Uh, you need a place to live. You need money, a job. Who's going to hire you? You never put on pants. I'm on vacay! From what? Life, man! Life is hard. You don't fucking do <laughs> anything. Look, you've got two days to find somewhere else to be, or to go home. Uh, I'd check with the parental units first. I don't need their permission. Oh, yeah? When's the last time you talked to them? What's that supposed to mean? Like, you know how they are? Fucking, like, always telling us what to do and shit? Like, like maybe they wouldn't even let me come home yet. What are you hiding, douchebag? Ah, fucking Christ. The stupid leak bowl is full. Go get another one, idiot. I found this bowl. Is this good? No. But we'll change it out later. Remind me. I've had a lot of pot today. Fine, I'll just remember. Go put on some clothes. Let's go to a movie or something. Ooh, invite Natasha. God, you've got it bad. I was so close, so... Like, super close. You have no idea how far away you actually were. Pants and shirt? And shoes. Fuck. Zoe. 
Zoe. Yes, Natasha. I think I'm falling through the floor. Will you pull me up before I sink into the next apartment? This feels cold. And I like it. That girl upstairs, she was optimistic for everyone else. Her hope for the whole of mankind was that they be peaceful, that eventually they achieved the peace they needed for their lives. She wanted everyone to have some quiet in this city of constant and fucking excessive noise. That girl upstairs, she could not find quiet anywhere. She stood in the middle of streets, in the middle of fields and forests, on the edge of oceans, on the edge of the world. She didn't know where to find it. This has been a New Light Radio Drama production. If you enjoyed listening, please consider making a tax-deductible donation big or small, by visiting our website at newlighttheaterproject.com or Venmo us at New Light Theater Project. For monthly support, consider signing up through our Patreon page. That's Patreon, spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. All donations are earmarked for artist fees. Invincible Ones is written by Samantha Cooper with direction by Caitlin Page Longoria and sound design and score by William Phelps. Featuring Leah Kreitz as Zoe, Angie Tennant as Paige, Mary Catherine Kopp as Natasha, Martha Luz Velas as Wit, Leighton Samuels as Preston, and Alana Barrett-Adkins as Madison's mom and newscaster. Production management by Erica Anderson and Bethany Garrity. Radio drama theme by Andy Evan Cohen. And produced by New Light Theatre Project in association with Stable Cable Lab Co.